Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the African American Chamber of Commerce Empowerment Hour. I am Willie Mavisi sitting in for John E. Harmon, the president of the African American Chamber of Commerce. And now we get to um, get to know Andrew Frazier, MBA CFA speaker and owner of Small Business Like a Pro. He has a new book out called Running Your Your Small Business Like a Pro. And I am so looking forward to getting to know Andrew. Well, Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, Willie Mae. It is so great to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here yeah. and joining you. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it. So impressive um, businessman, right? Accomplished in several right? Um, different arenas, ran your own business. And so um, if you wouldn't mind, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who sure. you are and family? Okay, great. Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And of course, I'm a Steelers fan. Mm. Go Steelers. Um, go Steelers. Mm -hmm. Next year, we'll get them. Yeah, definitely. And, and um, my parents, both of them were teachers. So um, that definitely helped shape my upbringing as well. My mom spent some time selling real estate and selling life insurance. So that introduced me to business a little bit as right. well. Um, and then I have a younger brother and a much younger sister. Mm -hmm. And actually my brother and I went into business when I was in fourth grade. Wow, what, you, what, what type of business did you open? We had a paper out. So we delivered papers to about 60 people in the area seven days a week. Yeah. And we grew that and expanded into a snow shoveling business as well because it was we knew the people, and there was plenty of snow in Pittsburgh. It established a network and just went to the next level with it. Yes. What's your one big takeaway from that moment when you think back on what you learned, you know, in those early years, delivering papers, shoveling snow? Is there something that you reach back to even now? Yeah, I, th I think one of the biggest thing is how you treat people. Really? What we would do is we would put every single person's paper in their door. Wow. And we were the only paper boys they ever had that did that. Instead of just throwing it up there. Right. Even when we go home now, they remember us mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> wow. So uh, customer service is key in business. Yeah. Yeah. Because you learn those important business matters early in life and it just stays with you. Yes. So that's great. And so then you went off to college, I'm assuming. What institutions did you get involved in? Well, I studied mechanical engineering at MIT and had a Navy ROTC scholarship to attend. As well, I received an MBA in finance and management from New York University Stern School of Business. Wow. And did you always have a love of finance? and? Always liked money, investments, numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so knew I was going to go back to business school and study finance. And, right. and definitely enjoy it and continue to do that to this day. Good, good, good. And so um, any prior work experience that you feel like has kind of set the foundation for where you are now in business? Yes, definitely. Um, well, I had a Navy ROTC scholarship to school. So actually, when I graduated, I was a U.S. Naval officer and I was in supply corps. So I ran all the business functions for a ship. So I learned a whole lot about business and leadership and management. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from there coming out, I had an opportunity to work as an executive at the New York Life Insurance Company. So wow. I worked in financial management, investments, so learned all about money, financing, investments, and just really leadership and management at the senior levels. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I was the chief operating officer for the Executive Leadership Council. So there I worked with very senior executives, helped with the training, development, um, 
And so all those experiences helped to shape me. I learned so many valuable things from so many really sharp people mm -hmm. and um, being able to take that away and use that to this day. Yeah, and a lot of people talk about leadership and certainly dream about becoming a leader one day. When you think about your leadership style, what do you, you feel is your competitive advantage as a leader, why people will choose to lead you, to, to follow you as a leader? Well, I think there's a few things. Um, one is I plan. So I think about what I'm going to do before I do it. So right. when I'm doing stuff, it makes sense. And I communicate it to people so they can understand it. Mm -hmm. um, the second pe thing is you got to think in terms of them. You know, it's not about you. So as long as you're thinking about them and about the mission, then it's easier for people to follow because they can understand why they're following and what they're doing. And their place within the mission. That's smart. Yes. That's really smart. A lot of leaders don't take the time to explain that. It's yeah. like a gap that exists. Um, leadership's difficult. Oh, yeah. Uh, people continue to develop over their lifetime. And the more experience you get and the more you look at other leaders, the better you get. But you evolve. I'm much better than I was two years ago because I continue to always look to learn from everything I do. Absolutely. And so looking at your book, you know, this great book you have um, out, I was looking at some of the chapters in it. I was telling you what, which ones I, I really was looking forward to reading. So running your small business like a pro, excellent, wonderful title. The more you know, the faster you grow. And um, I wanted you to tell, tell our listeners about small business like a pro. Now, is that the name of your company or just the, the title of the book? Like, what is that? Actually, that's the name of my company, okay. as well as the title of the book. Okay. And really what it's all about is being a trusted advisor, helping business owners to grow their revenues, increase profits, and obtain financing through consulting, coaching, and training with a focus on financial management and business strategy. Mm -hmm. So that's really what we do. Yeah, yeah. And like in our community, right, when you're thinking about women, minority-owned businesses, um, do we have different or, or more special needs than maybe the, the average or our counterparts? Why we should really think about leveraging a consultant like you? That's a great question and very, very important. Um, business is business, mm -hmm. so there's certain things you need to know. And as a business owner, you can't know everything so, right. because there's so many things. Mm -hmm. But as a minority business owner, many of us are less prepared right. than others when we go in. Less and we're alone. We're alone. A lot of times we're alone. Yeah. We don't have the family. We don't have people to fall back on. We're less capitalized, so we don't have the money to invest. So you're sort of at a disadvantage in many ways. And you have to be a little bit more creative sure. and thoughtful and planning. So really... Why I wrote my book was because I started to see patterns mm. of challenges that people would face and really pulled that together and in my book gave examples of how that we solved those for different business owners. Um, Viable strategies for right. overcoming those challenges. Right. Okay. So, so what are your goals for 2020 and how do you plan to achieve them? Well, my mission for 2020 is to help 1,000 small businesses grow. Mm. You know, it's a pretty um, significant goal. And what I've done is I'm really building my business around it and launching several growth initiatives that this year that are going to help businesses grow. For example, 
I'm doing a business growth challenge okay. where business owners can win up to twenty thousand or $20,000 in cash prizes available for the winners. How awesome. Tell us more about the growth challenge. Okay. Well, how, the, how does that work? Okay. Well, it's all about growing your revenues. Mm -hmm. As a business owner, your most important job is to sell and market right. and grow your revenues because without that, you don't really have a business. Mm -hmm. So I'm encouraging people to focus on growing their revenues. And by doing that, as part of the challenge, I'm providing access to my Small Business Pro methodology and tools and resources mm -hmm. to help you to be able to do that even better and more effectively. So they certainly should be going out, picking up the book and reading through to, to prepare for your growth challenge. Get um, in there. Definitely the book mm -hmm. and, and, and the challenge because we've got um, resources way beyond just the book and just focus primarily on the growth on growing your business. So let's let's tell our listeners more about your book, Running Your Small Business Like a Pro. The more you know, the faster you grow. Um, we talked a little bit about what it is, what, what it's about. The, I told you my chapter, my favorite chapter was Chapter 6, um, Can I Get my, my Old Job Back? Because a lot of people don't realize that when you've been an employee all your life and you suddenly start your own business and launch your own business, there is a moment that 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 you just think maybe this isn't the right fit for me because you're transitioning from an employee mindset to an entrepreneur mindset. I own my own business. Yes. And um, I was at Ernst Young for 22 years, and so totally entrenched in that employee mindset. And people don't understand that there's a transition there. So I'm glad this is the first book mm -hmm. that I've ever seen address that. So okay. tell us a little bit about why people really need to buy this book and what, what they'll get out of it. Okay, well, there's there's two reasons. Um, the first half of the book is called What You Don't Know Will Hurt You. Mm. And by buying this book, you'll become a much better business person and you'll be able to avoid a lot of pitfalls that ca make you lose money. Right. Um, so, you know, number one, it more than pays for itself both ways. Right. And then the second half is called This Is How You Do It. And it really lays out my methodologies for you to be able to grow your business and create a company that can run successfully without you. And that's really what it's all about, creating an enterprise. Yeah. It's a sustainable business. You don't have to be there micromanaging your people every second of the day. If you can't leave the office or your, your company for two or three days on hand without it shutting down, that's a problem. You don't have a sustainable business. Right. And, and, and really, you need to take that to a month. Because you know, at the end of the day, if you can't leave your business and it runs, your business isn't worth anything without you. So, exactly. You know. so, so we have about 30 seconds left, Andrew. And so when we come back from the break, I know you also have an um, initiative called the Small Business Pro University. It's not just a book, but you actually have a university. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Can you just tell us quickly, 10 seconds, what the Small Business Pro University is? It's an online university created specifically for small business owners to really provide them with key tools and information and resources that will help them grow. Hello and welcome back to the African American Chamber of Commerce, the Empowerment Hour. I'm Willie Mavisi sitting in for Johnny Harmon, the president of AACCNJ. Uh, we've been talking with Andrew Frazier, author of an incredible book called Running Your Small Business Like a Pro, 
the more you know, the faster you grow. And just before break, we were talking about the Small Business Pro University. And so, um, Andrew, could you tell us a little bit more about it? You said it's an online university. It's an online university. And really what it does, it allows me to really create and distribute valuable content to small businesses everywhere. Okay. And a key thing is it makes it affordable mm -hmm. because most small business owners can't afford to have me work with them one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But they still need to know what I know and what I share with other business owners. So the university allows them to have access to that. And not only access to that, you know, we have the book, but I actually have a multimedia book on the university site. So not only do you have the book, you have audio book, you have video that goes along with it, mm -hmm. and other content. So you could really make it a richer learning experience. That's great. What an incredible strategy. And so that's been up and running for a while, and you've had some people going through that university. Actually, we just launched that this year as well. So okay. um, all these, many of these new growth initiatives, um, you know, over the past 10 years, I've worked one-on-one -on -one with business owners primarily mm -hmm. um, and coaching and training in northern New Jersey. But what I'm doing is creating a platform so that I can impact people all over the country and all over the world. That's great. That's great. And it's so, so needed. And people to be able to have mobile learning, you know, that everybody can't stop everything they're doing to come to a live classroom. To be able to access that on their own time is great. And so talk about some of your clients. Who are, who are your clients um, that, you, that you've worked with and the impact you've had? Okay, I've worked with many, many clients, mm -hmm. but there's three organizations that I work with mm -hmm. that support entrepreneurs and business owners. Okay. So um, those three organizations is one, Rising Tide Capital. So great organization. They work with um, business owners starting out, people looking to do a business, and they have their Community Business Academy, which is a 12-week program. So I was an instructor for that. I like that, yeah. And, um, and then I also do coaching mm -hmm. for many of their business owners. So part of it is they do, they provide subsidized coaching. So you know, a small business owner can sit with me even though they can't afford to sit with me. Right. And I can help them, coach them through their business. I also work with the Small Business Development Center at Rutgers Newark. Okay. And that must be where I know you from. Very possible. Yeah, Because yeah. um, I'm on their advisory board as well. Okay. And I teach um, courses, do courses and training. I teach the Access to Capital course as mm -hmm. well as the Business Planning course. And then I also do business counseling for business owners who are looking for help getting financing or with the financial management. That is great. That is yeah. great. You're really busy. Yeah. And then finally, I do work with NJMEP, um, and they're focused on manufacturing companies in New Jersey. And I do outsource CFO work for them, so really help them with cash flow issues, help them get financing, help them um, you know, manage their business using um, their financial information. Great, great. And that is what they say, that finance is the, the life's blood of an organization, right? If yes. it's not running, you're out of business. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so tell our listeners about some of your, your past speaking engagements. Okay, well, I've, I've spoken a lot in different forums, but um, I've spoken at the Power Breakfast and Lunch, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, also, I uh, had a chance to be on a panel for the Caliber Global Leadership Forum, and have done teaching and speaking at Rutgers University, Seton Hall, Farley Dickinson, 
and Berkeley College. So mm-hmm. had an opportunity to sort of do a wide variety in different forms and different audiences. Mm-hmm. Which would you say you like most? Like it's it's really your favorite form to engage uh, with your clients. I really like um, panels. Yeah. You know, when I'm on a panel, it really it allows me to interact with other people and really help bring out great points that are valuable for people. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so, do you have any upcoming events that our listeners can attend? Yes. There's always some great events for entrepreneurs and business owners. And um, we do, um, I have a monthly Power Breakfast Network um, gathering. And what we do is we, um, next one is on February 18th, which is actually my birthday, but I didn't realize it. I just said third yeah. Tuesdays and I looked up and yeah. well, <laughs> so I still got to go. Yeah. Thanks. And then, um, then March 19th. And then on March 31st, we're going to have a quarterly rally event that's associated with the growth challenge. And I'm assuming they can go on your website and find yes. all of these things. I, I have a calendar on my website so you can get find out about these and many other things. So tell our listeners about your website. Give them a couple of times. To- okay. My website is www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. So mm-hmm. same as the company, www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. And so there's the whole calendar there. Now you have monthly power, what do you call it? Power, um, power breakfast. Power breakfast. is held where? Um, we're holding them this year at 2Q's Restaurant in mm-hmm. Union, New Jersey. It's actually a black-owned restaurant okay. um, that I've done some work with, and they have excellent food. Good. and great atmosphere and company so definitely come join us and you know network and learn some great things that is great and so those are the upcoming events and we talked about the power breakfast and network at two Q's. yes right um and then i understand that you have a new book coming out after this one or is this the yes I'm, I'm actually working on two more books right now oh wow so um, can you tell us about it or yes yes um you know in this book i talk about in the original book, I talk about all areas of business. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the first chapters, I talk about marketing, finance, financing, operations, management. So each one of those chapters, I'm, I can write a whole book on. Absolutely. So these are my first two that I'm starting on, most important. And the first one is on obtaining financing, which mm-hmm. is always a huge challenge for business owners. Yeah. When you look at the top five reasons small businesses go out of business, three of the five reasons are due to finances. Yes. And so that's absolutely appropriate. And the second book is actually the other two reasons, because it's on marketing. Right. (laughs) No one knows about you or how to do business with you, right? Yeah. So um, so those are cool. I'm going to be doing a book tour this summer and looking to do actually do a national book tour. We're planning on going to 20 cities. Mm -hmm. And as well, once we release the finance book, we also have a um, virtual summit on financing where I'm going to have 30 top people in small business financing, and they're going to share their expertise on different areas and different types of financing small businesses can get. And, you know, financing is a tricky conversation to have with yes. regular people, but then even entrepreneurs, because it's not just to get enough to get financing. It's you have to know what to do with the money once you get it. And so do you go through that process of guiding them and saying, hey, you do need to go ahead and get financing, and this is what you need to use it for? Um, Well, yes, that's part of the process. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, really 
And that's what I do with the, you know, I'll consult and I'll work with businesses from the beginning to getting the financing because you, you know, I, I develop. If it's just payroll or buy equipment or something of that nature. Right. And usually you want financing for something that's going to bring you money. Right. You don't want financing just because you want some more employees. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to have uh, an impact mm-hmm. that's going to bring you enough money in to pay for the financing and then make it worthwhile on top of that. And I would imagine those are the type of tricky conversations that you have because you have an employer, right? You have an entrepreneur who's worried, I'm going to lose my people if I can't pay payroll. And that's what they're seeking finance for instead of them looking at what innovations, right, can we incorporate into the business that's going to add another revenue stream. Right. And and does your business plan and your business model make sense? Right. Because um, a lot of times people don't get financing because they don't deserve to get financing. And... And because their business doesn't warrant it or doesn't warrant it at the time. Okay. So one thing I developed um, as a way to help people um, understand how to get financed and make it easier is um, a methodology called pray for financing. So, you know. Does the pray stand for something? Yeah, like you could pray on your knees. Right. Which doesn't hurt. Okay. But um, also P is for prepare yourself and your business. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things you have to do there before you even seek financing. Right. Um, second is research. Um, there's so many lenders and investors out there, and each one has a different profile of the type of business, the type of things they will finance. So if you don't do the research and you don't match up your needs with someone who wants to finance your needs, then you're not going to do well. So you have to do that research and learn, and that's part of the summit because we're going to provide, you know, it's hard to do that research if you've never been in the but. Yeah. The you summit. need guidance to do it well. Right. And yeah. you need to know the landscape of what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and A that, stands for? A is for assemble. Because whenever you get financing, if you've ever gotten a mortgage, there's like a million pieces of paper that you got to put together, yes. documents and reports. So you need to assemble them before they ask you for them. Right. Because they're usually the same. Mm-hmm. And many financings don't get done just because the requested information never gets submitted. Yes. So... It's an important thing to work on and understand what the mortgage or the the the, fi- the finance institution is looking for or expecting to see in your paperwork. Right, because they're go- they're going to look at every single thing mm-hmm. you personally and your business. So, right. um, so they have to do like financial projections, five years out, ten years out, things of that nature as well. Yeah, you have to you have to have a business model that makes sense. You you got to look at your historical financials. You got to look at you know, where the plan is to go. Um, but also they look at how well do you manage your financials mm-hmm. of the business because a lot of businesses have cash flow issues and a lot of them are looking for financing because they didn't do a good job running their business. Yeah. So why would someone want to give you financing? And you haven't managed it well you, to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what does the Y stand for? For yield. Okay. So, um, you know, t- once you've submitted everything, you have to yield to the underwriters and to the due diligence process because, you know, you don't get the money immediately. Like if you got a mortgage, you know, you go through additional checks and takes forever and it always gets delayed or whatever. And it's torture. Right. Um, yielding is being able to let the process be what it's going to be mm-hmm. uh, without um, 
because you're not going to be able to make it fast. All you're going to do is make it worse. Exactly. Um, yeah. So and, shoot yourself in the foot. Right. Yeah. And I liken it to um, Chinese water torture. <laughs> so you know, that's when back in the day they would drop water on your head real slow until you go crazy. So yeah. you, you sort of feel like you're going crazy because you're like, I did everything. Why can't I get the money? Right, right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but eventually it happens mm -hmm. and you forget about all that and you do what you needed to do with the money, which is which is great. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. It was great speaking with you, Andrew Frazier. And once again, his book is Running Your Small Business Like a Pro. This is Willie Mae VC signing off for John E. Harmon, The Empowerment Hour in the African-American Chamber of Commerce. Thank you. Thank you.